Hello, and welcome back to the Oxen Plug, where if you hire us for a job, we guarantee stealth and subtlety. I'm Crispy Crowd. I am Mr. Jaywit, and I was the GM. And I am Halion. And uh, I'm Maestro, I was Bucks. I am Smoothbrain, and I was Boykin. And I was Beltor Norris. Or Belcor, I always forget. I made a really complicated name, and it really fucked with me, like, the first session, which is why I kept saying my character. Because I kept forgetting his name. As a heads up, expect spoilers, I guess. This would be weird if you listen to it yeah. without it. We killed Dumbledore. Sorry. It was tragic. Yeah, he was, was hiding in the yeah. cat cafe. No, it was Bobo on the grassy knoll. <laughs> I, I was told, I said, my, bre- my word, no word, no good. Um, I was told to send... Uh, that Halion specifically wanted all the cat cafe information, right? Yes. So, okay, let me send let me send it over because I don't want to announce everything because it's just an incurable amount of cat puns. They were real groaners. So here you go. You say that like it's a bad thing for some of us. So here they all are for the cat cafe. Apparently, cat cafes are the absolute worst. When it comes to like just putting cutesy puns everywhere, um, this was also just my fiance and I just sitting down and working through everything, and so it's completely useless. I love all the little doodles. Yes, she did draw little cat doodles for like how the cat like um, sandwiches and stuff work. The doodles are adorable. She is very, very talented. As a matter of fact, I still have the uh, the cheesy doodle that she did on my chalkboard in my kitchen. <laughs> it's still there. It's going to yeah. stay there for probably a good long while. You got to get that tattooed? Mm-mm. Did he cast draw on your board? I don't think Magic so. Magic missile. I, I don't remember what he cast. Yeah. Um, yes. I've listened to it so many times. He he, he cast sandwich. That one that I remember. Yeah, uh, he cast sandwich and pulled a sandwich out of his. Yeah, yeah he gave a grumpy guy a sandwich, and then he, ca- he cast money to the crow so he could get the food his mom wants, and then he cast open, but his mom was quicker and opened the door, and then he had to uh, or something. I don't know. He cast knock, and then his mom opened the door before he could knock, so he still knocked on the door. That was episode four, wasn't it? Wasn't episode f- two? That was episode four, I think. Yeah, because oh, that's the one where I wasn't sure. I came in late. Like I was at right. a, a, I had a I had a family thing, and so I ended up coming in like 10, 15 minutes late to the to the session. Yeah, and and before you came in, we decided that that um, be, that Bobo should have a cone because Bobo was late to arrive, and yes. we just yeah. decided that, and you just went with it. <laughs> yeah, Bobo had been to the vet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I need a. I should give my prerequisite warning. Um, I've not actually listened to it all. Uh, I have just been busy. It's it's, a, it's okay. I I've listened it's to it experience a lot yeah. over half a year. I can probably fill in the blanks, possibly. <laughs> so it, so if anyone isn't sure what the hell this episode is, if you hopefully at this point you have listened to our um on our our RPG game that we put that uh, maestro so very diligently uh yeah it's totally traveler not traveler uh but that maestro spent hours upon hours upon hours editing 
and put in putting together that uh, that came out uh, last month. And uh, so this is kind of be kind of a, a retrospective where we got the uh, the cast back together of us kind of discussing, you know, what we remembered, what we enjoyed, just a little maybe behind the scenes stuff, just kind of a, a retrospective on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that you guys are in a cat cafe or absolute murder hobos. I like, have murdered a order. single guy. Box hasn't murdered a single guy yet. Well, you didn't murder the poor barista, but you did perform horrible things to her corpse. Technically not murder. Just, um, what's the, what's Desecration. the legal term? It's, it's aftermarket <laughs> modification. It's, fine. it's only, it's only a misdemeanor. I'm pretty sure. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Don't we think... totally didn't have to escape the, the station's fugitives or anything. You definitely didn't blow any other cops out when you blasted out the fucking wall. Hey, Crispy hey, I, I fucking nailed that role. I was an amazing <laughs> gunner in that moment. That was a, that was like the highlight for me. If there was something about your character that, like, as as neurotic and basically just like, <sighs> and don't take this the wrong way, but it's like as ineffective as as uh, Beltor was. That's how, that's how I played it. <laughs> but when you, but when we needed a mechanical role, dude, you were like a savant. Like you killed it every time. Absolutely. That's what he was good at. Like I. We never really had too many situations where I had to use it, but yeah, that was that was his like top stats. Because I think when we made the character, it was like Jay and I did it. Like originally, I wanted him to be a marine, but he washed out, so he ended up going to the navy and actually having a pretty good career and learned a lot of like gunnery and like mechanical skills. Which is really funny because everybody except uh, Bucks went the military path. They all had mechanical. They were all really good at mechanical stuff, mm-hmm. whereas Bucks wasn't. He had one skill. Yeah, and... And then we have Bobo, whose skill is grenades. Yep. Well, to be fair, Bobo's skill was melee and combat. That's kind of his thing. He was tiny, but he was mighty. He had a good throwing arm. Indeed. Yeah. He was uh, very vicious. Boykin's skill was supposed to be talking. Supposed to be. Yeah, which I'm (laughs) sorry that, like... That basically every time that that it could have gone wrong did go wrong exactly in the opposite direction of what Boygan would have wanted. Yeah, That's what made it fun though. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 one of those situations where I'm just like, aha! I'm gonna try and talk our way out of this as we uh, board a ship uh, unexpectedly as we mag dump down the hallway. What's funny is that the the three times we really, really could have used someone who could have helped talk our way into or out of a situation, or at least through a situation. Uh, when we met, was it Dink and Dunk? Dink, Dink and Dunk. 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 Oh, like, yeah, when we met them, things. it would have helped to have, like, a, a you know, a, wan- a man who can, you know, s- who can talk his way through things. We probably would have figured that situation out quicker. Granted, it worked out. But absolutely, when we... You say that as you go, I wish I could have killed those two teenagers. You were annoying. Bobo wishes he had a grenade, yeah. Oh, Bobo. No, 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 no. Not me. You had me at killing teenagers. <laughs> no, no, no. That was not me. That was Bobo. Um, Chip, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure, that'll work in court. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it is entirely legally distinct character from myself. Um, in Minecraft. 
But in like, but in episode five, when we were at the cat cafe, we so could have used someone who could have talked to that barista. We maybe could have, yeah. you know, gone without causing such horrific murder. Look, I tried, man. She wasn't having it. I listened to that episode, and then afterwards, I thought about all the things I could have done if I were there. Where I'm just like, oh yeah, I could have, I could have yeah. actually talked to the. I would, I would have played up the old like war hero ba- or the old. Yeah, soldier captain away. and just talk to her for like hours i i would yeah, have tried to be one of those customers that if you work in a retail setting you've dealt with where they're older and they're really nice and they're you not like offensive. them but they're very chatty and you have things to do but you don't want to be rude and just walk away but they just keep talking Okay, you just described seventy five percent of my my uh, clientele. <laughs> I, I, it was just so funny. Like you you left to go to a wedding, and then you come back and we're like, "Hey, we kind of made an oopsie." Yeah, I, did you make an oopsie? Part of me was thinking, I wonder if like, because I didn't know if you were going to jump on the betrayal angle or not. I, I just threw that out there. I was expecting you to say, "No, I should help my friends." But it was really just that was the I best mean. thing ever to me, though. It yeah, was but, so well. Like there wasn't even a hesitation. Like as soon as you put it out there, it was like yes. Like you didn't even get it all the way out of your mouth, and he was on. Oh well, yeah, like I'm just sitting there listening, and or I'm not sitting there listening. I'm just sitting there. You set the scene. I'm at. I'm having a steak lunch with uh, Jin. Just like. This is presented to itself. We're talking about things. He's trying to get out. I'm finding out I've gotten hurt a lot. It's been way different to what I was expecting. Like, you know, getting out at a time. And then we sit there and turn at the news (laughs) as the breaking alert pops up saying three individuals on the run, armed and dangerous after killing barista (laughs) in local cat cafe. I'm like, ah. (laughs) okay yeah yes episode five yeah that look they i i i stand firm there was no other way i could have done that other because i was telling you so hard being like this is a nice place yeah this is a well like it's a well-kept place he did not listen you straight up told them in the episode that there would be a police response if they started (laughs) shooting in the cat cafe right (laughs) in the cat cafe and what technically technically we shot into the cat cafe cafe. from the outside exactly exactly see now again to be fair bobo was not trying to escalate that episode he stayed outside. <laughs> he did not want to be murderous. He even, as very clearly, before, you know, killing said poor barista, he even clearly sighed in resignation. It's like, well, I guess I don't have any other choice. No. You know, things were going south. It was going to be bad either way. So he's like, well, let's just, how do we just end this and, you know, come to a resolution, to the resolution as quickly as possible so we can GTFO. The wrong solution. And the resolution was give the neurotic guy the hallucinogens. I thought they were antihistamines. We had we had a plan. It wasn't a very good plan, but it was a plan. No, yes, maybe. I don't know. Let's drug the barista. <laughs> it was a good plan, but we didn't we didn't actually have people who were good at executing the plan. <laughs> and then we had crispy. <laughs> who misunderstood something. And then we had me, who can't talk properly. 
<laughs> that's because that's probably why the misunderstanding happened. And then Crispy's character took some drugs and it kind of went south from there. Um, but also something that, that occurred to me, it's like you are given a mission in an RPG. And at least, at, at least for me, it's the stealth mission. No, no, that's not, more, that's not, more, that's not what, I'm, what I'm getting at. Uh, at least for me, when I'm giving a mission, there's only this mission needs to succeed 100%. But it could also sometimes be okay to not succeed in a mission, to go mm -hmm. and, and see, oh, yeah, this is, we, we cannot possibly do this. Uh, we, uh, we are we're just going to have to go back to the dude and say, dude, we, no. we, we, we cannot. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And that never occurs to me. Yeah, no, no, no. Only I, ever in hindsight. Yeah, because I did set this up where, like, the third episode was showing that, like, hey, sometimes people are fucking idiots. Mm -hmm. Like, that, they, they are wrong. We had the battle of the idiots in that episode. Yeah, my idea was, like, basically push different parts of the characters every single session, every single mission. So, like, you initially it's a, hey... Just play the game, first couple missions, play the game, like, we'll get used to this. Then understand that, like, in people are sometimes bad, like, dumb. Then, hey, okay, let's see what violence is like. Then it's a, let's see what your morals are like. And then you failed that so badly that there was no, no other solution. Well... And I hate that. I feel like we escalated the moral quandary as we went along because yeah. let's let's go back and, and look what at it. What makes linear. you say that? <laughs> let's look at it from a from a linear perspective. The first mission, we violently intercept a ship, and Boykin did his best to talk his way through the mission. Yeah, he's the reason no one got hurt. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, I got hurt. I mean, other than Boykin. Yeah, yeah other than Boykin, yeah. <laughs> he lived. Oh, my favorite part of that entire episode, and it might be my favorite part of the of the whole thing, was when Boykin gets shot. And you're like, oh, uh, so what's your endurance? Uh, it's five. Not anymore. Like, like just the sing-song <laughs> way you said it was just like... Mm, chef's kiss. I run games differently than other people. <laughs> yes, I re remember that from Delta Green. <laughs> that had to make it in, into the teaser too, because that was just such a perfect scene, and the way it was just, was so it was just perfectly said. Yeah. No, it it's, it's not Great. anymore. <laughs> uh, do we, do so we want to try and go through and just talk it, talk about it episode by episode? I think that's oh, a good God. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. It's so long ago. So first episode, quick recap. Um, we are being tasked with uh, assaulting a ship and stealing a box. We assaulted the ship by smashing a ship into that ship and then stealing the box. Boykin got shot. We got the box. We exited the ship with the ship. And <laughs> we didn't take care enough. Surprisingly clean. Yeah, surprisingly clean. It, we could have... Um, the, the good thing is that the crew on the ship that we hijacked is actually smart. And they managed to close the hatch <laughs> to the room with the hole in it, so they didn't all die. We nearly killed them all, but they were smart. Look, yeah. I, I left money on the table for them, so... Yes, you did. You, you left more money on the table than you were getting paid for the mission. Like, you came out of, the, out of that mission in the... Not only did you come out of that mission in the hole financially, you were also gravely injured. Yeah. 
Actually, technically, I was going to leave more than I left, but then I'm like, no, they shot me. They only get twenty thousand, which is what we got paid. <laughs> yep. So I came out. I broke even. But broke even minus minus the bills to Doctor Sawbones. The first time, I think he didn't pay, but that's episode two, isn't? It? Yeah. Yeah. The first time Doctor Sawbones showed up, I didn't have to pay him because Rebecca called in a favor. Uh, but he had to show up like five minutes later after Bobo bit Boykin. Now oh, I forgot he did that. And then I paid him after Bobo after Boykin made Bobo bite him. I think no, because yeah. you you clearly yeah. <laughs> did yes, that. You you went in yeah. like now. Granted, we were all doing drugs, so I get it. We everyone kind of felt like they were relaxed. They felt like they were in a safe place, right? You know, Bobo and sure. Bobo and Boykin were doing. Even weed. though I was like yeah. completely against everything going yeah. on. You were but, standing in a corner just like, ew. Yeah, but to be fair, Boykin went in to pet the th- the the tiny wolf man whose name is literally Bobo the Bitey. Like, what did you expect to happen? Oh, exactly what happened. <laughs> there, there was a reason I tried to make Boykin somewhat intentionally antagonistic to Bobo, because I thought it was funny that the captain didn't take him seriously. Then <laughs> mm. he found out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of taking things seriously, um, just to pull back the curtain, Bobo, in personality um, and name, is entirely based on my cat. Um, my my cat, his name is Mando after the Mandalorian, but very quickly um, after adopting him, as normally happens with pets, he developed the nickname Bobo. And he plays rough, like he rough houses and he bites a lot. Not mean, just that's how he plays. And so the original idea was to name him Manda the Mighty, but that got changed to Bobo the Bitey. And so I just decided I was going to create this character for this game of this tiny little, you know, it ended up, you know, choosing the Varger since they were, you know, a, a canine people, even though it would have been more effective to have a cat people. But my favorite part of this entire game was constantly having not only Jay as the GM, but all the other characters having to say Bobo over and over and over again. It just, it tickled me every time. It's just a name. I, yeah. I got nothing for it. No, we fucked with you in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone having a B name. <laughs> yes, that was my favorite part where like unintentionally was it, uh, I know I had Bobo, and then Maestro, your character auto-generated as Bucks. Exactly. It was in Roll20. He was named Bucks something something. I just deleted the surname. <laughs> Boom, and, so, and so, like, we convinced... I th- I wanted, I'm not sure, Smooth, if, if you and Crispy, if both of your characters started out with B-names, but I think we convinced you both to change it to B-names so that we could colloquially call our, our, our group the B-team. I, uh, yeah. Oh, I think I, you did. I definitely did not start with a B name. I don't remember what the original name for Boykin was, but then I just remembered the fact that a person I used to work with's name was Schmeichel Boykin. <laughs> and that name has stuck <laughs> with me. Schmeichel? I'm not joking. I'm not joking. That was their name, Schmeichel Boykin. That name has stuck with me ever since, as it is my favorite name in existence. Did he hate his parents? That is an amazing name. <laughs> Were they a twin? Did they have a twin named Michael? <laughs> no. Michael and Schmeichel? I, I just, you know, as much as possible, I try to name things either Boykin or Schmeichel. Because that it makes fantastic. me so happy. 
I'm sorry, I cannot take it. <laughs> and the thing, again, I'm being perfectly serious. I saw his work ID. That's his name. You need, you need, you need laws about these things. <laughs> you should have gone with Schmeichel. Okay, like, we need to, here's what we happens. When we do the follow-up, when you do return to Waypoint Station, somewhere along there, we need to find out that Boykin's middle name is Schmeichel. Yes. Boykin Schmeichel yes. Rao. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> also it's, really a just like, it's a family name. I liked Boykin Rao because it was a very Star Wars name. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Oh. It, I guess it's a bit Star Warsy, but man, that's a mouthful. Yeah. It was good times. I forget how I came up with with uh, Belcor's name. I really do. I think I just kind of like thought of like the most goofy name possible for it. I do remember early on, before, like after we had done character creation, which in which I have first. This is the first time I've ever tr- used any kind of traveler setting slash mechanics to play an RPG. But the it's really interesting how you do the character creation and how it's. It can guide, you know, how your character develops. You can, be, your character becomes something totally different from what you originally envisioned. Yeah, you point them in a direction, yeah. right? But I do remember Crispy very early on us kind of, you know, you know, DMing outside of the game before it actually yeah. started, and us talking about that. You're like, yeah, well, I think I'm going to make him kind of like, you know, a little bit of a germaphobe or or kind of neurotic. And I was like, oh, so you mean like, like monk in space, and you. Apparently loved that idea so much that you ran with it. That's right, yeah. Because Monk is my fiancé's favorite show, and I was just like, what if I just have, like, a nervous character? Oh, it totally came through. And then, like, you spilled the soup in the very first episode. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then it, which was great. You were a soup guy. And then again... In episode five. Yeah, and so, like, at, and so when, when we were in episode six, uh, Bobo, which is... I don't know why, but it just came into my head that Bo would just start calling you Soup Man because he wasn't going to learn your names. Except mine. I mean, I don't think he was capable. Speaking of, like, the start of Episode 6, so in Episode 5, after the group left Jin, he said he was going to go on a date. And then we open up 6 a few hours later where uh, Boykin and Jin are at a restaurant having some steak. How did Jin's date go? Oh, maybe Boykin was Boykin. I was going to say Boykin. Maybe Boykin was Jin's date. Yeah. That was the date. Let me roll up World 20. I don't know. Well, I I, I took it as hours later because y'all went and talked to Mr. Shifter Man, which would have taken a while to walk there or to get there, talk to him, and then get to the cat cafe. And then. It, it, this would have been like probably three or four hours later, so enough time for him to have the date, and then clearly go hang out with Boykin. Okay, we're we're skipping way ahead again. Let, let's let's yeah, go yeah. back. So we. What we did, what just, did, I never remember what did we do on episode two after the drug scene because I remember the drug scene, but not what we did. I shall we, tell you. But first, spent, minute, first, hold up. First, I want to talk about one of my favorite parts of episode one. Oh, okay. Was when Bucks jumps on the box and discovers that the box is creating its own earth uh you know own gravity yeah its own gravity like earth level gravity 
And so he jumps on it, and like I'm imagining the box just like rotating yeah. in zero G, and Bucks is just standing on it like Peter Pan, like as it rotates yeah, yeah, up. Exactly. Like it was just like in my head, I pictured that so perfectly, and like that's amazing. That is awesome. And and if you know what Bucks looks like, we need to remember to put the the, the images in the description. Um, yes, because that would have looked so goofy, like this short guy, overweight with this completely uh punk hairdo you know <laughs> yes totally opposite of He's you right in the box yep he has <laughs> hair i do not you have hair on your face mm. yeah but it's not where it it reduces the shine it's where it, it keeps my <laughs> my my jowls warm <laughs> my jowls oh but that, that... isn't that a word <laughs> yeah no, it's just it's, funny it's normally yeah. for like dogs or pigs yeah mm, you are what jowls. you eat right Pink jowls, them's good as eating. Uh, my uh, local grocery store sells uh, smoked jowl, and I'm like, mm, yeah. all right, food catch just smoked. And I'm like, hmm, I might be able to to use that. I've seen yeah. pork, I've seen uh, beef cheek uh, street tacos. Ooh, very nice meat. But now, now we're getting again, food cast five. Yeah. Um, so episode two. Episode two, we met Rebecca at the the hangout, the safe house. Yes, we all got some drugs, and then Rebecca is the, my favorite NPC. My, mine too. Just an ass. <laughs> no, she's great. <laughs> she is. She, she is so great. But that's 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 what happens in ep- episode two. Um, she, I, I had a, I had a question about that. I forgot to write it down. Maybe it'll come to me. But yeah, so we get to the hideout. Meet Rebecca. Rebecca wants to do drugs, all of the drugs, all of the time, mm-hmm. and we all do drugs. I forget if it if it was except episode for Belcor, where yeah, obviously, yes. um, I forget it if it was episode two where I took uh, jumper. Was it? No, um, yeah, episode two. Yeah, yeah, episode two is where you guys were tripping. Yeah, because yeah, you pushed your face up against the wall, yeah. so you're like looking through the wall. And, and, and yeah. for some for some reason, for some weird scientific nanite tech reason, uh, my my senses go through the wall, and I see Jin speaking to the AI. But we don't know it was the AI yet. That was a really cool scene. Thank you. Um, I'm so happy about that one because I was just making it up as I went along. That was really cool. I was very impressed by the by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and then uh, then we called Doctor Sawbones. Yeah, which was like. A physician that came in in like a wife beater, like the the <laughs> tightest wife beater in a lab coat, who essentially was um, Macho yes. Man Randy Savage as a doctor. Your, your Alexa is showing. It, it yeah. was Macho Man Randy Savage as Bonesaw, the one-off character from the original Spy- Sam Raimi Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave you space Vaseline and your wound closed up. Yep. Um, and then, that's what nanites <laughs> are good for. Yep. Also cool. He, he applies the ointment and then says, do you want nanites with, with that? Uh, sure. Uh, you got them anyway. <laughs> Didn't even give you a chance. Nope. Um, because it wouldn't have worked without nanites, I, uh, I assume. Yep. Um, yeah, and then you pet Bobo, and then you got bitten, and then you got some more gel. And that time you had to pay for it. Yep. And then we got the mission. And that was to go into R and D. Oh, um, the ice! Yeah, the ice. The, the ice. Yes, the ice that was that had X rays frozen inside of it. 
Yeah, the specialized, how works. yes. <laughs> and I was like, that, what's... That's the space sci-fi part. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. It's magic. I ain't got to explain shit. I remember asking Re Rebecca, like in, in character, obviously, um, what's ice? And she said, frozen water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> but you doesn't remember that. But the whole point Yeah, but she's was... just like, I hate that guy. He wants it. I want it. Yeah. yeah. And That's the whole reason she was asking us to steal it. Just like, <laughs> I want to take it I, from him. Exactly. I was going to say, yeah, we find out later oh, that yeah. that was actually Rebecca's ex boyfriend. That so she just wanted to fuck with him. Mm. Yeah, I gotta mention that. That's still the funniest thing ever. I remember what I wanted to ask now. Sure. The, Re Rebecca has a kid. We meet yeah. him in episode four. Mm -hmm. Is he the son of the researcher we killed? No idea. Did we it, ever learn his? his did we never learned um, his name either. I don't no. think we did. To to peek back the curtain, I have no idea. And there's a chance, maybe yes, maybe no, depending on what is narratively interesting. That that's that is the truth. Cool. Okay. Maybe yeah. maybe we find out in uh, Return to Waypoint. Yeah. Yeah. That or was someone um, else. Very true. Yeah. Mm. That researcher was Boykin's one and only kill. Yes. Yeah. An Which unconscious, a man unconscious on the floor in a puddle of water, bleeding out from a gunshot wound to the chest. An honor. An honor. No. Technically, technically, it was through his back. Oh no! It's his gut shot. It was a gut shot. Was right? I, I don't remember that. Um, you, I think you I shot him from I think it was. Yeah, I, I shot him from behind. I want to say it was a gut shot because uh, Jay, I remember Jay saying like it was like it was really bad. Um, like he passed out, and then like yeah, Boykin picks up the wooden broom uh, mop handle and beats him to death with the mop handle. Yeah, that was in view of the public, wasn't it? No, in, that was uh, in his actual office. So unless uh, his office had windows in it, no. It did have windows, it had yes. windows in it. Um, yep. I know, I know the, the thing, like, the, the map was such that um, where the public was, and what this was, it was like, a, imagine a, a T, and the public was on the left side of the uh, horizontal um, line of, of the T, and the office was down at the, at the bottom of the T. Believe me, I've got every single Space Station 13 map memorized. I can just look it up. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you uh, use Space Station 13 maps. Yeah, they were yeah. all Space Station 13 maps. Use it for all of it. I, I told you I did. That's also where Bucks got booed. Yes, I picked yes, up booed. That's right. right. Like there was this. I, I, um, did, did you, did you make those those creatures up on the on the, um, on the fly too, or yes, were they? I don't, cool? I don't remember. <laughs> um, if I, I don't. It is not in my notes. Yeah, they they were they were apparently like a, a hamster cage with some furry creatures in it, and I took one yep. and it's mine now. Yeah, yeah. Boo, uh, if I remember correctly, Boo was a white fuzzball. I thought it was not brown. Brown. It was a trilby. Like I, 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 I just I made it. Was, I thought it was trilby. white yeah. with brown spots. Like he had a couple uh, of brown spots on him. I thought. Possibly. I oh, it, it it might be in my notes. Let me let me click on my notes. Yeah. It doesn't really super. It matters to me. The office was the uh, that top right room, right? The office? No, that is the break room. The R and D head office is the um, room on the right. Yeah. And the bottom right is toxins. Yeah. See, I remember this where we broke in into we that in. room. Yeah. Because that hallway was where they were. They were because the the researcher came. 
Yeah, the researcher came thundering up from the bottom of that hallway, and everybody was watching us from the left um, and then seeing us through the windows. Like it. Yeah, you're in full view of the public. Yep. Well, you know, we, we tried to go in quiet. Did you? We did actually go in quiet. We hacked Sorta. an outer hatch with the mechanical skill of, I think, Bobo. Yes, you left loudly. Yes, we left. Yes. I mean, as usual. No, it was the mechanical skill of Belcourt. Was yes. it Belcourt? Yeah, yeah it was Belcourt. Belcourt. Yeah. Because you all have mechanicals, oh, yeah. so I don't remember. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No. But the, the researcher had um, AV implants. And so he was remotely monitoring his office. So when we broke in to steal the ice, that's when he, he saw us. And that's when he come running up. And so he comes running up and we just kind of let him, because we realized we were getting sick, we let him take the ice. So he goes to run it back into the office. And so we run into his office and that's when Bobo shot him through the back. Yeah, that's when we realized we could put the ice in the fridge and run out. And that's when mm -hmm. Boykin thought no witnesses. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I think we we flavored it such that you were thinking back to when you were injured, I think. And you yeah. saw red basically, and you just go <clears throat> brained him with a broom yeah. handle. Yeah. Yeah. Boykin went totally like uh uh office space, but instead of uh of a uh of a printer or fax machine, he uh he was using the researcher. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just venting some frustration. Yeah, yeah, as you do, and that's when we killed um, Rebecca's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, and then episode three, my favorite episode. We we meet our our ultimate boss, which is the the hive mind uh, AI, the AI, the most right. horrifying AI MMU, which is like a bunch of bugs, like cybernetic bugs. That's his body. Yes. Right. Current and so he tells us that another criminal uh, enterprise, like we're we're supposed to go, like find out. We're supposed to go that yeah, evaluate this other criminal. Yeah, good to do. Yeah, evaluate. That's good one. to do business with. And so we keep getting sent on like what to one place to one place to one place. <laughs> it's like it's like a like a like a chase, and it turns out that it was just stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. just these two kids. Yeah. The children of men. Yeah, they were like... Yeah, we captured one of them. That was... Was that... that no, was, we, we didn't capture one. Like, we, no, no, we, we did. met one. So, we met yeah, one. We captured Dink. Not Dink. It was uh, Dink and Dunk. Donk. So Donk. you guys met Donk at, like, the meeting... At the yeah. predetermined meeting spot. And he's like, ah, you guys are going to go run these drugs for me. So I know you're cool. And so instead, you just pulled a gun on him and he pissed himself and took you to Dink. Yep, that's right. Yeah, we weren't about to put up with his shit. Yeah, Bobo pulled the gun on him and got him to yeah to to roll on Dink, which sent us to Dink. Yep. And, oh, and that's right. And that's where Bucks gives Dink. Um, what was the one where you share memories? Kick. That is space peyote. It's it's what I wrote down in my in my in my in my thing. Yeah, yeah space it was, it was yeah. kicker. Jump, kicker. Jumper was the see through stuff. Um, yeah. Kicker was the mind meld stuff. Yeah, yeah. So so Bucks and Dink mind meld through drugs. You know, better living through chemistry. We, we gotta we gotta set the scene. What's this basement? I imagined like that. There was this table that was actually being held up by Dink's legs. It was like resting on his legs. Yeah, yes, he, he wanted a table. You didn't know that until you knocked him out. 
Oh yeah, that, it was like a card table, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, and uh, and there was a briefcase on it, and I imagine like there were two chairs and like a light yeah. over the table shining down, like really cool. Actually, the rest yeah, of the room was dark. But if you know what's going on, it's just pathetic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and 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 there, and there was a computer on it as as well, like a space laptop or something. Yep. Yeah. And then I sat down and I gave him. As I, as I, I think I said nothing. I, I just handed him some some drugs, and, and he was like, uh, "Like mm-hmm. I'll take drugs, <laughs> and then we mind meld it, and then then we shared like memories of growing up, and we had a contest of who had the shittier life." <laughs> and the one guy, and the dink is just like, "People made fun of me at school." Yeah, my sister hates me. <laughs> and then you have this whole long amount of terrible yeah. shit. Going on. He's like, yeah, well, my sister smacks me, so who had it worse? <laughs> uh, so, so Bucks's backstory, I don't think that ever really... I don't ever... I, bleh, English is hard. I don't think I ever really talked about Bucks's backstory. Um, when I rolled that character, I rolled so poorly on, on like stats, but I just ran with it. I had like two strength, two decks. Highest was, um, I think, 11 intelligence. An education of three or something. So every every profession I wanted Bucks to get into, I couldn't because my education score was so low. <laughs> so but, but, I, that's, but that's what the great thing about Bucks yeah. is just, even though all of his stats were like complete shit, except for the one streetwise. Yeah. Every time you went to do something, you just somehow managed it. Yeah. Like it was amazing. Yeah, but for life path, he, be- he essentially became a drifter, and that's where he got the streetwise because it was the only thing that was good in that life path. So I always took it. Um, had no money, had no skills except streetwise. It was just basically a an actual hobo that never murdered anybody. But yeah, so he like 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 Dink got his whole hobo upbringing, scrounging for food and eating li- literal shit out of a dumpster. Um, that yeah, and it, apparently that impressed. The dink, and then he went like, "Oh, <laughs> while you guys were in the trip, Bobo and Belcor searched the room and realized, wait a minute, this guy's just a kid in his parents' basement." Yeah. And also, the money wasn't actual money; it was just printed paper with money yeah. written on it. Basically, I, fuck, that's my favorite thing yeah. ever. Just to be like, dollars. Pay you a million dollars, yeah, they were dink fake money, yeah. <laughs> A million dink dollars, <laughs> and they just—they just wanted—they just wanted to use you guys to remove a supervisor in cargo, so that no, not remove. which was her sister, his sister. Was, was it? Si- no, I, think I don't think no, I don't think it was no. a sister. I think it was just a supervisor that they didn't like. Yeah, he was—he was Dink's boss, and he wanted us to actually kill him. Because they're teenagers and didn't actually understand what that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was Donk's yeah. boss, not Dink's boss. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even remember who was who I now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I just remember at the end of it, Bobo being so disgusted by how pathetic yeah. these children were <laughs> that he just he desperately wanted to kill them. But Bucks always, and Maestro, this seems to be like a theme of yours. Mm. Like every character you play, you're always the peacemaker. You're always the character that makes the rest of us appeal to the angels of our better nature. But like, you're just always like, no, they're just kids. It's not worth it. I remember what I said. 
Yeah. And, and Bobo is just like, ah, fuck it. Like, and just like, he's so mad that like, you know, getting played by these pathetic creatures that he just desperately wanted to like blow up the basement and burn the house down. That sounds like a Bobo move. Yeah. And I was like, no, don't. I fixed him. He's better now. <laughs> but then he just punched him in the face. Yeah, yeah. Which is the best like way of handling that, honestly. That's after he shit himself, just like... And no, he pissed himself. You made both Dink and Donk piss themselves. Yeah. And th- th- you know what the worst part is, though? After we leave, we hear his family, his mother, I think, or something, come yeah. down to the basement and, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Jeremy, yeah, what funny. did you do? There's blood and piss everywhere. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> and I think that made Bobo even more upset, because I think Bobo like went for a grenade at that point. Bobo wished he we, had a grenade. We, yeah. yeah, we didn't have any. Like yeah. That was foreshadowing, apparently, for episode four. And then Donk was outside leaning against the door saying, yeah, we're so cool. Still in his piss-soaked pants. Mm, so good. I love those. Yeah. The, the I really love I, them. They need to come back however you do it. Yes. I want to know what happened to them. I need to know. I, I love Dink and Donk. That episode was the one that took me the most off guard. Like, I did not see that coming, you know? Yeah. That was the point. We've been playing yeah. for a couple sessions when we were used to the regular game, like <laughs> a regular role-playing game. And I went, actually, I'd like to be me. And also, this was like the second session of a role-playing game I had played in like 10 years. Well, this was only my second RPG in 30 years. It was definitely like the second for me as well, because I think the first was Delta Green. Oh, the Delta Green game where your character uh, smoked the forbidden weed in, weed in like, what, the second yeah. session and, and Our, like, got taken out? I went for a character that was so anti-drug. It's just like, I don't want to die to some space Cthulhu shit. <laughs> and yet you did drugs again and everything went wrong. Yep. I know. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah so let's let's take this as a as a uh, as an object lesson, Crispy. Like, every time your character does drugs, things go sideways. Look, man. The thing is, you know, you know what the funny thing is, though? He 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 needed to take drugs in that episode, just not before the fucking yeah, I, reason. I jumped the gun. Yeah, yeah. It might have still gone badly. It probably would have gone badly anyway. Yeah. But who knows? All right. Anywho. Almost there. It's the one we keep talking about. But let's go to episode yeah. four. Bobo's big blast. Or yes. Grenade time with a dog man. Yes. So it's it's it starts out where Bobo wasn't there because I can't I came in late, and you guys are at the hangout. And Rebecca's kid comes in, turns the channel watch to this kid's show, Cheesy Time, which is the... Oh my the god, anime. I forgot about that part. Yes. That part yes. was freaking me out. That was the best. I love that part. Cheesy was great. There are multiple... There's a lot of cheesy drawings, by the way. It's a whole... Th- it's become a whole thing. So... I'm so happy about that. Yeah, we, we, need, to, we need to hire Titmouse Studio and animate that. Put him on um, Amazon Prime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can show you more cheesy drawings as well i don't know if they're comfortable with me posting it or not but like if nothing comes out yeah if nothing comes out of this game cheesy time needs to be a thing yeah i agree cheesy time was great yeah if if you're not if, if if for some crazy reason you're listening to this and you have not listened to waypoint station do yourself a favor, go back and listen because episode four, that that like 10, 15 minute part where we find about about the children so cheesy time and cheesy the mouse and his adventure magical adventures, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's a fun thing. Yeah. I I don't want to get into the cheesy mythology. That's the 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 There's actual cinematic thing. universe. You heard yeah. that right. There's cheesy mythology. Yes, yeah. che- cheesy cinematic universe. Exactly. We're gonna have T-shirts coming up. You know, it's, it's like if it you want to, so I can get into like all of the brothers and the the cousins and everything. Actually, you know, cheesy doesn't have any uh, siblings, but they do. Yeah. They do have um, a cousin. They've, I am thinking that they might have a niece. Like, there's a whole whole cheesy thing. Maybe a follow up episode. Wait, I thought he was a kid. How does he have a niece? How yeah. how are they gonna have a niece if they're an only child? Uh, it's, they're. It's, it's, they're it's mine. a second niece. Oh, uh, have brothers, there is a raccoon cousin, um, who is the big bully cousin. Uh, don't worry about how animal stuff works. Yeah, it uh, needs there needs to be just a cheesy podcast where just nothing but talking about <laughs> cheesy. Oh no, dude. So, so we get hired to take a mission to break into a private space station off of Waypoint. This is a private station. It is a private research facility. There is all sorts of high-end... This is a black site. Yeah, this is shit going on here that is way above our pay grade. This is like ultra-elite money pouring into this thing. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is there is a researcher on this station that is willing to turn over information provided we can break them out and rescue them from the station. So the idea that we had was we're going to try to go in quiet, and Bobo manages to come up with some, like, falsified credentials that at least say, hey, we we have the right. Yeah, we're allowed to be here, but then we're still going to rely on Boykin to talk our way past security. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That and, and like immediately, as soon as security walks up, Beltor's like, I take my assault rifle out and open fire. Oh, yes, <laughs> just nearly violating the plan. Yeah. We were supposed to be quiet. <laughs> that, was, that was such a good scene. We're down the end. Um, and, and, yeah, we uh, we would um, we, we we took that back, uh, because Crispy didn't uh. I think you didn't yeah, hear we, us saying we go in quiet, so you didn't. Yeah, know. I missed that part. Yep. Whoops. So then, then we, uh, then Boykin talks, but I sh- should have thought ahead and not put on the armor and not had Boykin bring the weapons and just had y'all three be yeah. Boykin's guards and Boykin be the guy from management. But I didn't think ahead, and so I am out there armed and armored like the rest of y'all, and the guy's just like, oh. I don't trust that. Yeah, exactly. That's right. We got given we got given uh, combat armor um, yes. to wear on that mission, and we all put it on. So we looked like a fucking stormtrooper squad. Yeah, and it's always the issue with player characters where it's like, well, why would I not put on the armor? It's like, yeah. well, you're more obvious. I didn't well, didn't like, think about that, and I absolutely should have. It's it, just a player character thing. It just it could have worked. You know, it could have worked. Um, he was phoning yeah. home, like the guy was phoning home his supervisor, and that's when we decided to knife him from the back. And then Bobo stabbed him in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Bobo yeah, Bobo him in the mouth. Yeah, Bobo jumps him on because he turns around to 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 phone it in, and Bobo jumps up with his combat knife and stabs it just through that open mouth part in his in his armor into his palate. Or or into his mouth. So like now he's like stabbed through the throat. So he like he can't talk. But he can scream. 
Right, but it wasn't a good enough roll so that he able he was able to get off a blood curdling scream, which set off the alarms. And that's the point where Bucks is like, I'm gonna shoot him in the head. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you know, Bobo's still on his back. Maybe Bobo just like takes the knife and stabs him into his brain instead. And you were like, Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. And then everything else that follows is just handing Bobo a grenade and telling him yep. to throw it. That that's that's where the meme came from. I hand Bobo a grenade. <laughs> because Bobo has a very high athletic skill, which is apparently what you need for throwing grenades. So whenever we needed something taken out, oh, there are combat drones. And we hand Bobo a grenade, he throws it, they blow up. And then we yeah. advance. And it's the sort of thing where I was trying to figure out if I, because throwing a grenade at a space station is the worst idea you can do. So I'm like, if I kill you all, that's awesome. I don't want to kill you on like session four. And we didn't no. have spacesuits. Like, yeah, you didn't have spacesuits. I mean, we had combat armor. I thought, I thought the combat armor was considered a vac suit. I th- oh, I don't it think is. It was. So, like, even if yeah, you is. do explode. Then that's you're just exiting the scenario. Yeah, yeah. I was. I didn't want to just straight end it. So I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then the world has to. Then the station has to like seal itself off. Yeah. And if it, ex- I was like, I guess it'll seal itself self off internally because this is a research station with like some intense nonsense shit. Mm. Yeah, like I could, like there was like a moment when we, when like after the first grenade or first or second grenade went off, like I could see you sitting there, like with a wheel spinning in your head, like, okay, I, realistically, this should kill everybody, but like, how do I make this happen where the players, my players don't die? Yeah. Um, how we don't just end the game. Yeah. Okay. The blast yeah. doors. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a reasonable thing. That's, like, a, that's yeah. a reasonable thing. This session was the very first session that I used chat GPT, by the way. Right. Interesting. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Just for like random idea generator. And it was really effective. And I'm probably going to keep using it. Chat Especially GPT for is sci-fi a stuff. very interesting tool. tool. For, yeah, it's a very interesting writing tool to just be like, I need an idea for this thing. Because I'm going to be honest, that's always the hardest part when you're writing stuff up. Because you can like set up the framework. But it's always oh, the sure. connective tissue where you're like, what exactly? Okay, so they're doing a thing, and I want it to be sci-fi and, like, interesting. So how do I make this work? And then it can help give you ideas, and then you can, like, go dig further into it. The other thing is that you can get, uh, get NPCs crazy fast and very efficient. Yeah. And that is the biggest difference in the world if you're running a game. You can just be like, give me an NPC with an interesting voice thing. And then you're golden and you just go. Large language models can be kind of fun. Yeah. They're, yeah, it's very useful for for the, when you're just crunching on a thing. So the thing I remember the most about episode four was Bobo just really getting to indulge his homicidal tendency. And me just leaning, just really leaning into it so much so that, like, at the end, that um, I actually asked Maestro to cut some of the dialogue at the end of that episode. Did you? Uh, because it, did I? Like, of the, a- yes, the after scene, you did, you cut a little bit of it. Some of it still made it in, but you cut a little bit of it. 
um, where the after action, like when the session was like winding down, even afterwards, where we're just talking as the players. Oh yeah, I cut um, most of that. Yeah, yeah, because it 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 felt like I was like being like so over, like Bobo, like so over the top with Bobo. I, I even remember what you mean now. It was your confrontation with Boykin. And yeah. you did yes. want to come across as like an asshole player. That, that's, yes. that, that's the thing that, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I even remember the next day apologizing to you, Jay, for saying like, oh man, I feel so bad. I feel like I took that whole session over and, and you being, and you saying like, no, it's fine. Like it was a combat scenario and your character is the combat mm-hmm. monster. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. We just kept handing him grenades. Yeah. We totally and, did. Yeah. Spotlights are very are actually not as difficult for a GM to handle because everyone has their own gimmick. And if you just know their gimmick, you can just be like, oh, look, we need a scientist to help solve this gravity problem. Why, we have a gravity player right over here. I'll just just give it to them. And then they get to be the, the spotlighted for that game. Yeah. Especially if you start tagging into backstories and like NPCs from there. You can just, it, it makes it a lot easier if you just write a scenario about that. So, yes, you were the focus. That's great. Which was fine. Yeah. You killed all the guards, and then we rescued exactly one scientist, and the others kind of died. Yeah. By decompression, or shrapnel, either. Great. Yeah, but, yeah. but then we failed. Uh, who, who was it? Was it, was it uh, Beltor that was working on the grenade? To yeah. trying to set up the grenade to blow up the station. Oh, yeah. And failed? Yes, yes. He needed to set a timer on it um, because we didn't want to blow... We wanted to blow up the station in, in that weird temporal f- room where the mm-hmm. experiment was, and we wanted to blow it up. Uh, so he man- manipulated a grenade, so the timer increased to like 60 minutes or half an hour, I don't remember. And he set that up, we left, and then we, and nothing happened. Apparently, Th- that we know of, because we did, we really didn't know. How would we know? We were flying away in a spaceship. Yeah, but yeah, it might have blown up. Who knows? Maybe it didn't. Who knows? Not us, Mister J. Yeah. Also, D two. <laughs> we'll find out. I'll find out later. Probably. That's a future thing that I forgot that happened. So whatever. And then I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. I'm not saying can saying anything on the record. <laughs> I don't need to do that. And then it happens. Oh, here we go. The episode. The fun one. The episode. Oh, yes. yes. The one where I was at a wedding for. I don't remember why I wasn't there for episode three. I don't remember what I was doing. But. What was that um, as a listener, by the way? Episode five? Yeah. Episode five was great. And then once they got to the cat cafe in like the last 28 minutes is when shit started going downhill fast. It is the equivalent <laughs> of somebody falling down a set of stairs, but it never ends. Well, I did yeah. mention the movie falling down. <laughs> yeah. But that was yeah. more for the part where I was going to discharge an automatic weapon in a restaurant like the yeah. fucking movie. It- Everything was going fine for the first hour, and then they actually got to the cat cafe. And yeah. yeah, let's let's focus on the first hour. So we get the um, ah, all right. We meet with Jin, I think, in in the hideout. I think, yes. Maybe. And then he and then he says that he yeah. he's been paid to pay us to introduce us 
to a a changer or change a biohacker. Slice, yeah, yeah a biohacker named Abraham who wants to hire us. And so we go meet Abraham. Now Abraham for the entire series was my favorite character, Jay. You're my favorite NPC that you played. Because I believed this character. <laughs> like like the the mannerisms, the speaking things, like this to me this was the one that you brought the most to life well, as an you. NPC. Um, just like he would say, you know, yes, yes, yes. You know, you know, just, just the, his speaking manners and all of that. I completely believe, like I could see that character existing. Um, so that was my favorite part of it was meeting Abraham going through the whole weirdness, his little crab fingers that would split apart. So, so instead of five fingers, he would have 10 on each hand and weird. Oh stuff yeah. Like the bonnet, biomod guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and then when like he offered to like, you know, do, you know, he wants a sample, he wants this, he wants that. But then for payment, when he offered us the le the battle armor legs, the battle dress legs, like, I felt like that was targeted. Like, you knew we would it go was. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Would you want me to do anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But like, I was just, it, it, and but what's weird is like, we all kind of like, it was almost like it was unspoken. Like, yeah, we all had the idea. Yeah, yeah. me, Crispy, and Maestro, like, almost like through the internet, like, looked at each other and be like, oh, we need to get this for Boykin. Like, you know, Boykin's got the bad legs. And he's he's kind of crippled. We should get him the battle armor leg, you know, pants, so that like he can be, you know, useful and awesome. It's like we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this mission for our for our boy, like a surprise. Yes, this is yeah. we, like we're gonna go in and do this mission for our guy. Like we're not gonna for take our payment. best friend Boykin, who would never betray us. Never, right? <laughs> Visually, it's also really funny because in my head it looked like this grizzled old space navy captain with the bum leg in like his navy in like his nice coat that he wears, you know, with the shirt. But mm -hmm. the bottom of him is basically 40k Space Marine legs. Yeah. Just, just, just but, think about it. It's, it's but with stupid. a belt buckle, the <laughs> yeah. belt buckle on the power armor is a handicap yeah. sticker. Yeah, had this had this little little yes. uh, blue background, white like uh yeah. wheelchair symbol on it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's Could, why couldn't think of the word right now. Because it's not battle dress. This is like his, you know, this Excellent. is his like his his medical support legs. Yep. Like you got new legs, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. My special yeah. pants. Yes. And then Abraham hired us to go retrieve an implant from a barista at the cat cafe. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. And things got fun. <laughs> Before we go into that, I want to say something about the faction or race or whatever that Abraham, Abraham belongs oh. to. The changelings? Yes, because because uh, we had a session zero where we basically made up um, the setting of, of that game, right? Yeah. So we all had something we wanted to see included in the whole setting of Waypoint mm -hmm. Station. And I was thinking back to a novel by Alfred Bester, which is called Tiger Tiger, or the other title it, it has that I can never remember. Um, in that novel, there was this... There were these people that 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 lived in the in, in in the asteroid belt in the solar system, and they would um, they would tattoo themselves all over. They would look like they had tiger stripes and stuff. That's why the novel is called that. Um, 
you know, they would, you know, capture space junk or spacecraft and people and add them to their whole asteroid field base. Yeah, pirates. Yeah. Just uh, yes. They're more like a cult ish okay. you know less less pirate more cold so I, I i pitched that idea and you turned that idea into into the, the changelings which is which really was very interesting i yeah I, it, was, like, it was a it was more but like yeah, yeah it was more it was just more um you know take apart people put people together wrong <laughs> yeah because i wanted a, i wanted aliens yeah, yeah. it's not, not necessarily putting them together wrong it's putting them together with extra yeah, yeah, with more, just more. Mm-hmm. So, because the whole um, thing about Boo, like, okay, I have a space hamster now. So my idea was how to make space hamster useful. I know there's this guy that does biohacking. So yes. I gave him some sampling of my DNA uh, in exchange for him enhancing Boo. Yeah, he made him faster, and he gave him like like poison teeth. Yeah, I I didn't like I wanted him to have the ability to go to somebody bite that person and the person is paralyzed or asleep or whichever knocked out. Knocked out. Yeah. It's basically a furry poison dart. That's that's what I wanted. And um it's really cool that that happened. You know, mm-hmm. it's I think you made that request like at some point I was like, "All right, I can just do that." Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah easy to just yeah. slot in. Yeah, because you left Boo with him to do the the enhancements exactly. while we went on the mission to. to... Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to say we went on the mission to kill the barista. We went on the, the mission to retrieve the implant. Killing the barista just ended up being, you know, the solution. The solution, yeah, of how we achieved it. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned why um, Abraham wanted the the sensor. By the way. You did remember. not. I was okay. also going to ask you did now. if Abraham sold it to her. No, uh, he wanted. He heard about it, and he wanted it so that way he could read people better. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, he, not I alien. Think, he just yeah, because he came yeah. off a bit like autistic, and I, I don't mean that like in an offensive way. Like that, he came off as like like he didn't relate like to of, yeah. yeah, he didn't relate to yeah. people on an emotional level. Yeah, because he can't. <laughs> Right. So that makes sense. But what's yeah. interesting is we didn't know what the implant did yeah. until mm. the session was over and you revealed to us outside of the session as the players what the implant did. Which the explained- thing is, I, actually, I actually asked him, but he wanted payment for the fucking info, <laughs> which we, of course, we didn't have the money. <laughs> you know, he wanted like 100K or so for the info. Which, which again, if Boykin had been with us, he would have had the money and could have paid for the information, which would have, which maybe the things would have gone differently. I think at that point, Boykin had like 60, 70K to his name. Uh, I don't know. Boykin but was... he could have talked him into it. Yeah. Like, you could have done other things. The, the man was... Yeah. Creepy and weird, but like reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it wasn't that he wanted payment; it was that he was going to knock a hundred thousand credits off of his payment to you for the information. Oh, was it? Shit, could have done it, but then we yeah. wouldn't have gotten paid. Yeah, Not but exactly we were well. We didn't paid get paid anyway. Up. We just took the battle legs. Yes. Oh, that's, 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 that's that was that's, our that's payment. True. That was our payment. Yeah. Yeah. Which we were getting for Boykin. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Never would betray the party. He wasn't there. He didn't know. And also, I wasn't there. I didn't know. Well, you know now. 
so we go to the cat cafe. Yes. Bobo doesn't yes, doesn't do. do cats, so he so he stays outside. Was that actually uh, your reason? Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, I just think. I just figured like that made sense. Like, you know, he's a dog man, wolf man. He probably wouldn't do cats, especially since he's only three feet tall. Like they're half the size of him. So like, you know, that's going to be weird. Damn. That's a, that's a big, big cats. Holy shit. Um, like well, you know, cats. well uh, speaking, you know, IRL Bobo's a, a big boy. Um, but so, so bucks and boy, uh, buck, yeah, books and Beltor go in. And the idea is they're going to start chatting at the barista and try to um, sabotage her equipment in order to get her distracted and somehow slip her this drugs. Meanwhile, Bucks gives Beltor the, the drugs and he just takes it. Like, just, just straight yeah. takes it. Even though he's totally against allergies. drugs. I was having yeah. allergies. I thought they were antihistamines. There was also very little com communication between us in character. It was actually terrible role-playing <laughs> because i'm that's what made it that funny because you yeah. guys just give him these fucking drugs and he's just like oh i'll just take these i mean it'll probably help my allergies the amount of times we've communicated with i look at x player i look at x character <laughs> is honestly off the chart in this whole season yeah it was pretty great <laughs> yeah that's how games do yeah, well, maybe, maybe next time we'll do better. Yeah, we we are not we are not actors. We are just dudes. No, we are not. We're just you know idiots doing stuff. Yep, which is fine. Yep. And we did it funly. Funly. I would, however, <laughs> like to point out that there was an option that y'all could have done that you never considered. Oh, definitely, we could have just talked. Which is just wait for her to leave work and kidnap oh. her. That too. Yeah. That too. <laughs> you did it, Brad. That it. never even got brought up once. Nope. Yeah, nope. didn't think about yeah. that part, did we? Or the, yeah. the amount of times I sat on the toilet, you know, in the year after that session, and thought about what we could have done differently. <laughs> like everything, but, we could have done everything differently. Yeah, we could have. We could have not done it at all. Yeah. Said, okay, oh, cats. I hate cats. No, back to Abraham. Fuck it. Fuck your legs. Y'all, y'all saw that uh, that reward, and we're like, "Oh, yeah!" Again, we were doing it for Boykin. I like how we got him the power legs, and he just never ended up with them. I would like to point out when the uh, power legs got brought up, you mentioned Boykin once. Everything else was y'all putting them on so you could kick people. But we knew that's the whole reason we did it. Like, like we were and that was the fun part for me. Yeah, we were all into it for him. Yeah. So, so we, so we kill, so we end up, so things go south. The barista figures out that we're there to steal her implant. She thinks we're there to murder her, even though that was not our original intent. How did that go? She got very nervous. I feel like stealing the implant was going to be murder no matter what. So, I mean, uh, Belcor was getting very nervous and he has an itchy trigger finger. The balls at the counter. So she runs. She's starting to make a scene. Bucks is kind of chasing after her. Bobo at this point is just like, well, fuck, you know, things are going tits up. Um, we need to you try could easily just retreat from there. We could have, but we really wanted those magic legs for Boykin. A again, so retreat sure did. didn't even enter my mind in that situation. I know that I did not think about retreat at any point in that nope. in that game. That would no, have it, been a police report that got ignored. Yep. Right. It Probably. would have been, but we just like 
that wasn't that wasn't an option. We're like we're res, we are we are a team that is results oriented, right? <laughs> oh, totally. That's a description. You can say that. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm not saying it was going to be a good result, but we were going to get a result, and that's why like Boba was like he like you know peeking through the window can see her cowering in the like you know closet room, and it's just like, well, fuck, fine. It's the cat back room. Right, so if there's only one way to resolve this, it was just like, you know, Bobo takes aim, Bobo shoots her, kills her, and, like, Bucks busted, like, Kool-Aid mans through the door. Yeah. Like, kick, you know, bust the door down, and uh, since the window is, at this point is already shattered, Bobo just tosses him his combat knife, which Bucks amazingly somehow caught, and just, like, you know, rips the implant, like, essentially decapitates the poor girl. Yeah. Yeah, That's. I think that's what you did. I think that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was like in the back of the of the neck, you know, where the matrix ports are. Yeah. That was the idea. And I just, you know, uh I I don't do surgery. I just, you know, cut cut beneath the fucking I I do the predator thing. Yeah. You you know, hold up the head with the spine still attached and and jump out the window. Yep. And then I imagine uh, Beltorch is kind of like stumbling after us, like, ooh. Yeah, no, no, Belcor, Belcor left <laughs> through the front door, high yeah. as fuck, high as a mm-hmm. kite. So it's actually, actually amazing that we all made it back to Abraham. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, was because it was the end of session. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to be, we got to get moving I, still. I totally imagined that we would be, you know, um, Rolling to see if we can find access to the space sewers and evade detection and made ourselves made our way back to Abraham. And then we found out. But that's what we did in episode six. Sort of. Yep. Meanwhile, episode six opens up and Jen is having again. I still think Jen is is actually on a date with uh with Boykin. <laughs> And like, you know, this because, is their like, yeah. I'm thinking like this is their, their post-coitus, you know, meal that they're having like this, this <laughs> nice steak dinner. That's a, you don't get to say that about other people's characters, but you can imagine. <laughs> uh, I'm just being silly. Um, totally pretend. <laughs> but like, you know, they're sitting there and like immediately Jen proposes, you know, maybe we turn on these guys and we turn and we we betray them and turn them in for the money. And Boykin was just like, before it could even get out of Jen's mouth, he was just like, yes. <laughs> to be fair, wow. was, was it like five million space bucks? Honor among thieves. Yeah, it? so it it was a lot of money. It was a ridiculously high amount. And they were literally having a conversation yeah. about the antics of the party. And with Belcor spilling the soup and Bobo being Bobo, and then the news comes up on the screen. It's just like three individuals wanted, armed and dangerous, suspected in murdering barista in Cat Cafe. And we both are just looking at that, and then we look at each other and just, uh, yeah, fuck those guys. Pretty much, no yep. loyalty. Yep, damn shame. Funniest thing was uh, about about Belcor. He's constantly spilling soup. Where does he get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the best thing Jin said in that, yeah. in that setting. Like, well, where does he get it? So he he spilled soup twice because I wasn't there for episode five. I didn't know that they started at the hot pot place again, and that he spilled his soup yep. again. So I just made the mm-hmm. joke that the second time he wasn't even at a soup place. I don't know where he got it from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but and, and in all seriousness, it totally made sense that Boykin would do that. Boykin and Jin. It totally made sense. Yeah, Jin was never like loyals and <laughs> yeah. anything. Like as like as a player, it makes sense that 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 the characters would choose to do that. In character, I was incensed. Like <laughs> like we went and killed and committed heinous murder out of love for Boykin. Like we were trying to do something good for Boykin, and this is the thanks we get. Right. The thing is, the thing about that is, in character, we don't actually know. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yep. We don't we actually really know. Um, also, about Jin, he has been fucking us from the start. Remember when we did the first <laughs> mission? He came back with a better prosthetic leg. He took some of the money that should have gone oh, to yeah. us. Oh, yeah. He's been skimming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was skimming from the top. Yeah, Absolutely. he was skimming. He is an asshole. What's wrong with what do you mean? The, the illegal people are great. This is a. You're just in a nice family friend. Look, Jin just wanted his ship so he could have his traveling harem. It's yeah, <laughs> that's true. He, he uh-huh. did want to retire with a harem. He didn't even care yes. what that harem looked like. It's really funny. Yeah. Men, women, he didn't care. Yeah, uh, uh, like, whatever, man. Yeah, he's probably got some Varger mixed in there. He's like, I just, I just want a harem. I don't care. <laughs> yep. I know the concept sounds cool to me. I don't know. <laughs> so then, it's basically a space hippie commune. Yeah, it's like a space cult. Yeah. So we go back to Abraham, and he's just like, "Uh, uh-uh, nope, you know, fuck off. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're wanted. Too yeah, too, too much attention." And Bobo's like, "Oh, well, we want this thing, and we're just gonna hang out here until until our problem becomes your problem if we don't get it." And this is where we had as players had had of like been having out of game discussion about all right we need to come up with some disguises because shit's about to go bad and that's where in my head i was like well bobo the quickest way for bobo to disguise himself was instead of a wolf man he would disguise himself as a cat person <laughs> right cuz that makes sense right it's the total opposite and so he requests abraham to make him an animatronic cat head to wear over his you know so that he can come off as a cat person and uh, so the, we essentially what blackmail Abraham yep. into doing that basically, yep. And uh, but and he also gave us the the new and improved boo, which we promptly used. Yes, and then so Bucks, you know, uses his streetwise to like get us into like a little hidey hole, and we waited there until the cop shows up, and the co- and <laughs> the cop happens to notice the blood that Bobo wiped from his combat knife onto the wall. And Bobo is totally going to kill him until it's pointed out that, like, yeah, that'll just bring more cops. Yeah. And so we used Boo's amazing incapacitating. No, 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 no that's not what we did. It, no. Paralytic. It's a paralytic. He is that's fully right. conscious. He just can't move, which makes it even worse. But no, but before that, before that, Bobo tells uh, oh, Belcor. Right, right. Right. He tells soup soup man put on the magic pants. Yes, yes. Yes, I did. And so Belcor puts on the, so the the power pants. And I started running. Yeah, you ran up and you like power you kicked him kicked in the groin and paralyzed him. No, no, no. Yeah. He was kicked in the groin. He went unconscious. But when you get kicked in the groin, you can go unconscious, but not for very long, not for like hours like we needed. So he was in phenomenal pain getting back from unconsciousness slowly and we're like this guy needs to stay you know put for a bit longer so we had boo bite him 
So now he was in <laughs> tremendous pain without the benefit of being unconscious on the ground. And paralyzed. So, and, and probably paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pa yeah paralyzed like conscious, in pain, 100%. because ball's gone. But paralyzed, so he can't move, he can't His ball's rubbing his throat at that point. Yeah, basically, yeah. They're like, accelerated. Yeah, his whole pelvis was crushed. You tortured him. That's just like regular torture. Oh, so mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. And so eventually... Man, we are terrible people. Yeah. I was just going to say, I do love the mental image of the cat mask working and just the police walking up. Hello, inconspicuous three-foot cat man. We're looking for a three-foot and armed and dangerous dog man. Yeah. Uh -huh. the, the, also, the funny thing is, I think you're the only one that disguised himself in the end. Yeah. I, I just put on something conspicuous. Yeah. Now you you put on I, your. I I think I put on my my janitor uniform, but yeah. I don't think Belko did anything <laughs> except putting on the fucking fucking combat armor pants, like yeah. mech walking down the street. Yeah, the pants like uh, Wallace and Wallace and Grommet. actively inconspicuous. Yeah. Meanwhile, at that point, once we got the animatronic cat head, and we go on the run trying to get off the station. Never bring up the cat head again. Yeah. Like the entire rest of the session never gets brought up. Like, I don't even know if I even mentioned Bobo putting it on. It's just like he had it. I think I, you, you did mention to put it on, I think, but I forgot because there were more important things. Yeah. Yeah. We had a lot going on to, you know, run. We made our way to a docking hangar thing. And that was all that, that was all boxed That was all streetwise to stay out of sight. And I think we managed it. More or less. One time we came close to being detected, I think. Yep. But it is just a, you know, just, 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 no, just moving around. No, they did because then they, we cooled it manned out and, like, beat the guy and dragged him in there. No, that, that, no. Was, that was before. No, that was before. yeah, yeah. We left the, we oh. left the cop tied up. No, we left him with, That's we, right. we, we put his manacles on him and left him in our hidey hole. And we were trying to make our way, you know, somewhere else. And they had all these checkpoints set up. And so we ended up moving over into this uh there's a hanger. murderer yeah gruesome murderers on the loose we just defend the citizens who could be so horrible so we made it to the hangar mm. and then we saw this like swarm ship we saw multiple ships yeah yep all chat gpt so we contact mmu and be like hey can you help us get into this thing and they're like yeah we can do that and, and that's so why i fudged it a little bit that's because MMU told us that Jin wants to meet us in a different hangar. And that's, oh. and that's when I, because we as players obviously knew that he wanted to betray us. Yeah. That's um, I came, I like, I like went like, and then came up with a stupid reason, which is just, just terrible, <laughs> that, that Bucks really wanted to explore the swarm ship instead of going into the trap. And my reason was that 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 Bucks, in his background, uh, was being helped and talked to by an AI once, and he really liked AIs. He wanted to see more of it. And the swarm ship is something like that, right? Yeah. It, it was actually terrible reasoning. And I don't know how why you let me do that, <laughs> Mister J. <laughs> um, I don't want to say no. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, that's just a me thing. Player agency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it, but that, that was basically meta gaming. Definitely had a lot of that. I could have said no, but like, yeah. Instead of what would happen is you would have had to come up with a better argument, and mm. 
it still wouldn't matter. So right. yeah, no big, yeah, no big deal. Fair enough. So we end up on the swarm ship, and Belcor somehow magically uses his technical ability to like fly the ship. I was an ace, and then we're running into like they're they're closing the uh, the gate, the blast doors. Yes, the blast doors. And this thing is equipped with a a naval Gauss rifle. Yeah, the naval Gauss cannon. And yeah. fucking Belcor becomes the steely-eyed spaceman and just flies us out of there, expertly blows up the, the, the blast door, blows a hole into the whole station. Everybody gets sucked out, and we just fly out. A very... Um, yeah. Oh, also, apparently there was some uh, some gunk on the ship because the ship runs on, you know... Oh, yeah. Wasn't it a bioship? Yeah, it was, it was a like... Bioship, it- yeah. Yeah, it was like like space honey or something. Like that's what the yeah uh, because because Bucks tasted it. It tasted like space honey. I, 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 I think oh, yeah, that can only end well. I do not remember. Yeah, <laughs> it was a minor thing only. It was just like in passing. Yeah, so we got out, and then MMU had programmed it to like hide, like near the 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 star that the station is is orbiting. To like kind of keep us like in a blind spot, but like it can't we can't get away. We're just basically hidden. So like we're out. And so at that point, we broadcast to the pirate kings to be like, hey. Hey, the pirate kings. We should talk about the pirate kings. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was wondering who we we're going to. Yeah. And so the option was uh to join the pirate kings. Join or die. Yeah. Exactly. And more importantly, you're not you would not be keeping that shit. That would be theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, 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 that's our bargaining chip. Yeah. We send a message like, hey, we have this ship. Take us in and you get the ship. But save us. Yeah. yeah. But let's, let's recap about the Pirate Kings because I don't think we have ever actually no, explicitly said on the, on the episodes um, where, uh, you know, what the Pirate Kings were, what their background story was, all of that. Um, I don't know if you all remember your Pirate Kings. I do. Lieutenant Black showed up once. <laughs> yeah. Shifter Green. I'm really glad we did not meet Shifter Green. That would not have gone well. Oh. <laughs> Shifter no. Green was terrifying. He would have taken my hair. Holy shit. He would have eaten us. Um, but yeah, Smooth, since you, only, since you only played once as Sergeant Black, uh, who was Sergeant Black? Because us players, we also don't know. You know, we um, all got sent a little blurb of text and info about our specific Pirate Kings by Mr. J, but we never read the blurbs that the other players got sent. So who, I, who is Sergeant Black? I did not think to check that. Let me go check my messages with Mr. J. I can just say it. Um, he was a corrupt cop on the station. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I knew that. I knew he worked on the station. Yeah. Um, basically, he accidentally fell into, like, becoming a Pirate King. Ah, here we go. The- I found it. Yeah. He didn't um, fall as much as he sauntered downward. No, slowly. no, no, no. He <laughs> accidentally killed the wrong person. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, oh. we, we got out fine. Accidentally but, killed the wrong person. As opposed to killing the right so people. So he was he was a dirty cop, but a lot of that was to make sure that his force had better gear. And just so he basically worked with a cartel. And and then um, he may have killed the inner circle of that cartel and taken over. Yep. As one does. 
Yeah, so yeah. the idea is he he didn't like there. He didn't like the Pirate Kings. No. But he was still obligated to be there, otherwise it would be way worse for everyone around him. Yeah. So he was trying to not make things absolutely awful. So you had like two agents of chaos and like two agents of like uh not chaos. That was my idea. Yeah. And Shifter Green was a a changeling um who basically was all about acquiring as much living genetic material as possible and converting it. Um, his, his entire motivation was less about making money and more about bringing in more people, more things, more... Into more, the fold. Yes. How, how can we acquire more? Add to, add to our collection of flesh. Um, and so he had zero mortality or, or morality when it came to good, bad. It was just, what can I do to bring in more? So I disagree. He has zero morality to people outside of his cult. Right. Yeah. Right. People it, in it, prob- he's probably like has friends and stuff, but like, oh, people well, yeah, outside, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's because once you are part of the, co- the cult, the collective, then it's, it's about protecting that. But it's, but yeah. his motivation is to add, to constantly yeah. add through whatever means necessary. Yes. Yeah. And then you had Mr. Blue, who was basically HK 47. He hated meat bags and he wanted to free all the robots in the galaxy. Yeah, he was much more political than I, I was suggesting that it could be more political, but you just wanted to murder things, and that's totally valid, too. Like, that, yeah, you, yeah. You, that is your character to interpret how you want. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had Pirate King Red, uh, yes. which, upon reading it again, I also kind of uh, yeah. diverged a little bit from the prompt you gave me. That's fine. Um, so... Pirate King Red is like a uh, a poor kid that fucking, he grew up. So what's, like he what's, grew up yeah. in the in the game. Ah, right. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. this 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 poor kid from the outskirts grew up, joined the, joined the pirate gang, and then um, became the successor of the uh, of the pirate king before him. And he he's the last of the ba- last bastion of the the previous pirates, basically. Yeah. The, the um, and then the previous pirates they were all about. Um, you know, not being murderous assholes and, and being, you know, good to their crew and uh, uh, advancing being themselves materially. Like, reasonable pirates, you know. The noble pirate. I would say more like the actual pirate in... The actual pirate in history. Yeah. You know, because if you're being reasonable to ships' crews and not just murder them all, they are way more likely to give you their stuff because they know they will still survive exactly. than if you just murder everybody. They will give you much more of a, of a problem. You no, know? so normally what would happen is the crew would be fine with it, but the leaders wouldn't. So yeah. if you just kill the leaders, then you can just hang out with the crew and they're exactly, fine. Exactly, exactly. And, and that's why... Just pay them better, you'll be good to go. That's literally <laughs> what they did, yes. Yep. And that's, yeah, and, 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 and that's why Pirate King Red was like a bit more uh, reasonable in their endeavors. And, I mean... I don't know how we're gonna do it for season two if it happens, which I hope um, it does. But I'm pretty sure that, like, if Box has the choice, he will join Pirate King Red. Oh, didn't we actually roll for who got the ship? I think we did, didn't didn't we? I think we joined it. That like I I think mm-hmm. Pirate King we joined Pirate King Red. If I remember, I think yeah, so too. Yeah, we roll for it. I think yeah. we gave it to him. 
Yeah, according yeah. to my notes, you did. Yeah. I think it's funny that we were more likely to meet up with Lieutenant Black, and we ended up, and y'all ended up meeting up with Red first. Because he, um, the the corrupt sergeant did actually do things as well. Oh, yeah, Sergeant Black. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. the reason why there was a, a bombing in episode two. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Yeah, that that was my thing. Is I didn't want I didn't want any of the rest of the pirate kings to show up on the station. I'm like, I'll handle it. It's fine. Yeah, I got get it. Get the fuck out. It's interesting that I didn't realize how, like, you gave us this whole we're gonna play these pirate kings mm-hmm. at the beginning of the sessions. I had no like I I just was rolling with it. I didn't realize how what we did there was influencing the sessions going forward mm-hmm. until re-listening. Oh, nice. You know, once, once the pot, and I was like, oh, okay, I can see how the decisions we made as the Pirate Kings, how that was influencing the sessions going forward. To be clear, it was not a one-to-one, but it to me, as a player and as a GM, I want to have players changing the world and, like, influencing the world. Yeah. And I like that. I like that in a campaign. You don't want that all the time because then it's just we're role playing as like kings in an empire and like blah 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 and it's just too highfalutin. Yeah, because you want to have just like nerds running around in the on the the grimy floor and figuring stuff out. So the hard part is how do you mix the two of them, and that's where I like having like the leaders of an organization communicating with each other and just being like, "Yeah, it's your guys' problem. You figure it out. I don't know." <laughs> So we ended up, I think, getting picked up and effectively joining Pirate King Red. And that was the end of the campaign. Mm-hmm. So my question is, as we have mentioned, you know, I, I, we have all discussed an interest in doing a, a second campaign in the setting, like a, a, a return to Waypoint, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think Jay, you have mentioned that if we do this, that there being some somewhat of a time jump. Yes, possibly. Yep, that's um, in order for like a couple reasons. Like, I we need to we this would have to be a session zero talk about not right nine fifteen at on a Sunday. Right, right. It's, it's, yeah. But it's like that's the general idea. Yeah. That eventually, if we do a return. That it would be the same. If everyone likes it, yeah, yeah. And we, if we all want to come back as the same characters, doing a a time jump, which means we get to return to character generation. Mm-hmm. And who knows what oh, happens? Boy. And if right. you want to bring you the same character or not? Oh, definitely. I have plans for bucks. Right. Yeah. I feel like oh, we have to. You don't have to. You do not. Have I, to. I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I totally want Bobo to have a confrontation with Boykin. Like, that doesn't necessarily mean Boykin has to be a player character. Though. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with Boykin showing up, but at that point, especially after a time jump, he's already the oldest character there. Mm. He's going to be this too is old a, to do things. Are we still this, old? this will be a session zero thing. We need to talk about this. I think, I think, he, I think he's in his late 50s, early 60s at the start of this. He is He's getting up there. Right. Yeah, you, you rode hard into the Navy career to get to captain because that, that was your goal. You wanted to retire a Navy captain. So you are mid-50s at least. I thought he wanted to make Admiral. I wanted to make Admiral. Yeah, oh, yeah, but, but you didn't. Yeah, yeah. In the end, I failed Admiral and it's like, I can't continue anymore. He's going to be too old. 
Yeah. Mm. Now, to be fair, if this is based based since you refuse to call it Traveler, Jay, it is not this is based snack. on Traveler. As no, a setting, it is not. Or a no, session, it's not. No, it's not. Not Sorry. even mecha- not even mechanics. Mechanics, kind of, but like I just went off on my own thing. I just used the the system a little. Okay, bit, what do we right? what, what what do we want to call it? Traveler inspired. It's not traveler inspired. The setting is. Oh my God. Name right just, now. I don't it's have a, one. What do you want to call it? It's, mis- it's called Waypoint Station. That's yes, what it's called. That's, yes, that's all Excellent. you need. That's it's it. The it's the Waypoint Station, Station. The show, the game, yeah. the show. Yeah, it's the Mister J verse. Yeah. There you go. All right. Across the J-verse. The J-verse. There you go. I like it. Into the J-verse. <laughs> so do we have any other final thoughts on uh, on our experience with Waypoint Station? Um, um, yeah. Uh, did you enjoy the, the Pirate King stuff? Because that's such a minor thing. But yeah. like, yes. I you know, it was interesting because yeah. we got to see like how it affected what we were doing. I, it okay. was weird no. the f- at first. Like, I didn't understand why we were doing it. But at the same time, very quickly, I felt like I knew who this ca- who Shifter Green was and what they would want to do. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of fun to, at the same time, start out each session playing a different character from Bobo. And just, like, really get into that character very briefly and intensely and then shift gears. Okay. And to do something else, like it, so, it, yeah, I I enjoyed that. It was very interesting and different. Um, at least that that was my perspective. Yeah, on it. yeah, same. My those two characters were so completely different that it was uh, easy enough to switch. But as a as a character, I really like Pirate King Red. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Um, I enjoyed Sergeant Black. Yeah, because it's. It is always a weird ask um, if for like new players to just play in a different character. So I just always because it is always fun, but I occasionally get some people be like, "Oh, I want to have my my powerful NPC give my character a bunch of shit." And like, well, that's not really what the point is. It's but, yeah. weird. That would never cross my mind if it didn't make sense in yeah. game or in character. It's I don't know. Like, how, why would that happen? <laughs> um, they would just make the joke. Right. Just be like, oh, I'm going to make sure to give this NPC, a whole, this other person here, a bunch of money. Like, that's, yeah. No, I, I mean, it, sure, I, I would make yeah. that joke. I would not make it seriously, you know? It, it's weird. Yeah. I like making jokes. Mm. We had a lot of fun making jokes with grenades. Yes, and <laughs> <Yes. guns. laughs> Hand Bobo a grenade. Yes, uh, that will forever yes. be a meme. We'll make a t-shirt out of it eventually. Yes, we need to. We have um, to. Definitely make some kind of picture. Yeah, you 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 need to draw like Bobo with his cone on that is full of grenades. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's just a Colonel Sanders looking guy just dropping another grenade in there. <laughs> yeah. We do. He's need got to like do... a trick or treat bag just full of grenades, and he's just dropping one in there. Yeah, we do need eventually to. Uh, I do want to like, even if it's just for like us, crispy. I do want to get that poster that we talked about made at some point. I do need to make that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like, like totally to would pay to have that. Just, yep. just, just for just for us. Like just, just to like hang on my wall to look at and reminisce. I was gonna say I would totally frame that. Yeah, it would be fun. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. Oh, we didn't find out. No. 
Uh, I've heard absolutely nothing. We will tell you when it's I, done. <laughs> apparently, I'm like the last person to know on most of my stuff about the game. There's a lot of secret <laughs> conversations. I have no idea. We uh, have we, expanded your universe and yeah. our collective minds so much you don't even realize. Yeah, yeah, you have no idea. Yeah, apparently a lot of we, DMs too, and I'm like, oh, okay, you guys have fun. Like between Halion and me. We have played out session zero <laughs> in oh, yeah. chat already so much. Jesus. There's, there's like, yeah. I, I, you guys I, spending I, hours playing Mega Mech, just plotting. Basically. It's basically yeah, what pretty happened. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, we have this whole scene between Bucks and Bobo where, where like Bucks is with his pirate gang on his little ship that he's got given to do stuff with pirate stuff with yeah don't ruin it uh, don't ruin it don't ruin it having save it work. Bucks having underlings Bucks <laughs> has Bucks was a managerial man yeah. uh, man he was a genic, janitorial yeah, was manager yes. oh I was yeah. sorry I thought was janitorial manager and I'm yeah. running that pirate ship like a janitor department. It's also the cleanest pirate ship in the fleet <laughs> yes absolutely it smells like a uh, uh, fabulosa yeah Delcor's definitely just scrubbing every edge of it. But yeah. there's one thing that definitely gets into season two. It's Boo. He's become a shoulder uh, hamster, and he has an eye patch. Yeah, <laughs> pirates. Is that what's happening? And underneath <laughs> that eye patch that Boo has, we should really is... be telling these things instead of dropping them. <laughs> ah, this can get edited <laughs> out by whoever edits this. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there there will be yes. a laser 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 line, like laser eye, like beneath that eye patch that he can shoot laser beams from. It's gonna That's be cool. fitting. <laughs> yep, super boo, super boo. Oh, yep. laser God. boo, laser uh, boo. I can't wait. I, I what's funny is as much fun as we had playing Waypoint Station, it took like over six months for make sure to get through some of the first editing. Like we started like really like sharing some of the audio. Of when he was edited and re-listening to it, having forgotten so much of it, it got so excited to come back and revisit those characters and do it again. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's the real. Yeah, that is an important thing for anyone to pay attention to, which is we didn't know that that's like it took so long for anything to happen that I've forgotten most of the shit. Like unironically, yeah, just straight up. Oh, me too. Also, my bad. Um, I don't I'm not saying bad, but like it's just is truth. Like it just takes time. Oh, it takes a lot of time. Like yeah. So behind the scenes, um, I started ed editing that after we were done playing. I did the first episode, and then I did the second episode part way, like fifty-five percent in or something, and and then and then I kind of didn't do anything for a month. Uh, because I was burned out. I don't blame you. And then I started again in July of 2023. And by that point, I had better tools to work with. So I did episode one again and episode two again. And then I really made... Um, I had to come up with a way to do editing so it didn't burn me out. So I cut every episode up into 10-minute chunks. And I would do one chunk at a time. Um, because... I know, Mr. J, you don't... That, like, I, uh, I, like, you care way more about these things than I do. Yes, because it's technically my job. And, yes. Um, you know, averaged out over the whole half year of editing this, um, I gave it roughly about one full ass. 
<laughs> so <laughs> sometimes yeah. more, sometimes less, but average out, it comes out to one for less. And, and I really hope that the people listening to it, um, not appreciate it, not, not appreciate it. Just, just, I, I, I hope they have so that much fun. There's no way they, anyone could have a proportion amount of fun for the amount of effort that you put in. No, just, I, I, I don't want people to appreciate it, but I hope they appreciate it. No, I, I, that, yeah. I, sorry, it's not my first language. I'm trying to think of the thing I want to say. You want people to enjoy the series and you want... Them to I hope that people don't randomly, while listening to it, say, boy, oh, this, is, this is terrible. Uh, like, I don't like how that sound is just randomly happening there. You know, because I really took care to, to take out anything that, that, that could take you out of listening to it. It could take you out, out of the moment. You know, I wanted to, yeah. it to be a nice experience that you could just sit back, relax, listen to it and not have, you know, weird no, uh, volume changes that would take you out, make you annoyed at stuff. That's that, that, that was my goal. I wanted it to be nice to listen to. There yeah. we go. I got I it out. I think it. you did an amazing job. Yeah, it's, uh, it yeah. sounds like an authentic RPG. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, as in okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it sounds like you can hear us looking up stuff and talking about roles and things like that, while yeah. also eliminating all the stuff that would take us out, like people having to get up and go for a potty break, or you know when random moments would happen where there'd be a break in the action, stuff like that. Like removing all of that while still leaving in the gameplay itself and the 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 extra part. Um, no, I, I think you've struck a very nice balance yeah. in that. And and I, I again, having done, you know, pod, regular podcast editing now for about half a year, um, I can appreciate how much effort go, must have gone into that, which makes me incredibly intimidated for when we ever finish uh, our Star Wars RPG that we're still uh, doing now after mm -hmm. six months or so. Mm -hmm. Um, well, because still been doing, but we've had a lot of life stuff in the middle. So. Yeah, we, yeah. we have a lot of IRL stuff, but like, you know, Waypoint Station was six sessions. We are currently on. Yeah, like yeah. I went slow. Well, I went real fast. I blistered through a lot of that shit. Yeah, like like we're only two thirds of the way through the Star Wars campaign or so. Oh and my we're, god! And we're all—we've already done nine sessions. Yep, it's gonna be a long one. Yes, and and so this is, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of work to that to do to get it edited to put out. So, you know, hopefully it gets out in the next year. We'll see. The good thing about that is I can I can help you with with that by you know throwing all that I learned editing Waypoint Station at you. Something will stick. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Plus, hopefully. I plus plus the whole technical thing. Don't worry about it. You know. Yeah, but I, I also want to. I also want to bring up you. one. At least you know. I know we're running long, and we probably need to get. Close We've to been it. running long for thirty minutes. Yeah, that's fine. But I do yeah. want to say, Maestro, I want to point out the fact that the effort you went into in creating the custom intro and outro. Yeah. Well, the intro was like crazy. you. You spent Fantastic. a ridiculous amount of effort doing just that. And I personally think it came out spectacularly, and I I just I want to appreciate the effort you did it you did for that. E even if no, even if your casual listener doesn't really pick on how much care you put into that, you you agonized over those. Like I know you did because you and yeah, I communicated a yeah, lot about it. Yeah. Oh, that that fucking that fucking end credits song. 
Yeah. I, like, like how many <laughs> versions of that did you do? A lot. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I nuked half of it to redo it because it didn't work. It, it was just shit. I'm sorry I made but, you change it as well. Oh, no, that... Yeah. The, that was all before I even made the music. That's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, it, um, I made I made the song. Then I nuked half of it. Then I remade it, and then we made the text to it. I put it underneath it and figured out I need more song. <laughs> and then I had to expand it somewhat. And then I, yeah, it's just you know you yeah. sit down and you have to you 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 press. You press buttons on your keyboard, you play some notes, and you oh, that sounds nice, that sounds terrible. And then you have done nothing after five hours, you pick it up the next day and you do it all over, all over again until you come up with something good. And I at least came up with something that I don't 100% hate. <laughs> <laughs> your and I, editing, and I'm shit at writing music, dude. Your editing has made my role-playing game actually sound like I'm a good and competent GM. So thank you for that. I, you're welcome. You have it edited is, the worst part of role playing games as well. <laughs> it is shy. I, I took out. Uh, I left. I left quite a bit of shopping in because 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 the shopping that I left in was the part where it's ma- it was mandatory f- to make the game work. Uh, that too. Yes. Um, yeah. But also, it, it was the part where like people are haggling or doing things, just describing what they bought. Yeah, you know, it it wasn't. I took out the look up tables, look up stuff in the rule book because that's terrible. I, I took yeah. that out. It, it eats so much flow. Why, why wouldn't you? Yeah, it was like, oh, this episode took way less time to edit. Ah, that's because I took out like twenty minutes of looking up rules. Yeah. So I'm gonna. No, it was a great time. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna call it here. Uh does anyone have any final thoughts before I end this? We only okay. have been going for two hours. Only. Oh, wow. Only. Yeah. Ooh. I'll cut it down to an hour. Um, well, I just want to say, Jay, uh, very much appreciate you running the game for us. It was a great time. Yes, thank yeah. you very much. Thank it you, Jay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah. and, and not just on top of that, you know, this was, this game was my first interaction with you, Maestro, with you, Smooth. Um, and because of that, I really, you know, I've made two new friends. And I appreciate that very much. Like, it's funny how, you know, I didn't do any role playing for like 30 years. And like, and now just through these little silly little games and things, you know, I've made connections with people that, you know, I really appreciate. And, um, and I'm looking forward smooth to when we get to hopefully not the next mission, but the mission after that in our Star Wars game, you coming in and joining us on that. I'm super excited about that. I cannot wait for that to happen. Me too. I, I, I've been waiting in the wings. Oh, it's going to be a fun one. For I sure. know. I, I, I'm so excited. Uh, coming for that. like a wrecking ball. <laughs> oh, no. You have no <laughs> idea. Um, but like, seriously, Jay, I, I, I know we've all said it, but I really appreciate you doing running the game and all the, the effort that you put in as much as you feel like you 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 always talk about how you kind of you don't do heavy effort. You don't do, you know, as much uh, as we talk one. about on the back end. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten S's. Only eleven pages of notes. Like this is nothing. Yeah. See, like, like I have full A6 notes. This is I promise you, on our Star Wars game, I have sessions with more notes than that for individual sessions. Yeah, like, I've got 
Just a, oh, I believe that. Just a, a little bit. Like, this is nothing. <laughs> you, you went pretty meticulous with the Star Wars team. Yeah, that doesn't sound like me. And uh, if if I've read um, stuff correctly about running games, the more experienced you are, the less notes you need. So that, that, that yeah. tracks. And, and being this is the first time I've GM'd in 30 plus years. I'm it's yeah, it's learning. very easy to overnote yourself. Yes. Well, and then you go, wait, I don't care about any of this stuff. And the, the G, other GMs go, yeah, kind of. Well, but the important thing for notes is writing them down. It's not being able to look back at them. Putting thoughts on paper changes. It locks it into your brain a lot more. Yeah, that 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 that's why laptops shouldn't be in school because if you actually physically write it with a pen, you learn it better than if you type it. I've learned that myself. It's slower. Yeah, yeah, and that that matters. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to us coming back and revisiting these characters in this setting, and uh, and maybe our guys have learned something, you know, like how not to be murder hobos. Maybe, possibly, don't worry about it. (laughs) My maestro definitely has learned how to better play bucks. That is that is a definite. <laughs> and uh, Beltor is still Beltor. Still a nervous wreck. Absolutely. Probably more so. And Boykin learned that the criminal life is not for him. <laughs> yes. Boykin also retired with two and a half million credits. Yep. I think he's going to be fine. Yep. Yeah. He can afford a therapist. Yeah, I probably put that bounty number too high. But like, eh, oh well. Oh nah. right, yeah. I don't but, think Black but, particularly would have wanted such uh, disruptive influences on his station. No, well, that's right. They didn't actually catch us. Maybe that no. barista was like somebody important's granddaughter. I very possible. Yeah, to me, the barista, the important thing was she was well known and liked because of like a little bit because of the implant, but mostly because of her. Her name was Sarah Connor. That she was just a nice, friendly person. In a very like upscale location, we are terrible people. Yeah, no, 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 no. Our <laughs> characters were terrible people. Oh yeah, sure. Oh okay, okay. Well, you can go with that. Shame yeah. that. Just what are just sleeping? Why drink? No. <laughs> uh oh. Anywho, anyway, you had fun. Yeah, I'm sorry for the editor. Uh, and we will. Call it here. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Oh, thank God that's over. I'm going to Waffle House.